Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Faith Into Action podcast, where we discuss ways Catholics are putting their faith into action in the Diocese of Joliet. Today, we're joined by two members of an organization many may be familiar with, the Legion of Mary. We have Anna Moore and Eric Deason with us. Welcome to you both. Thanks for making the time. Thank you Thank for inviting you. us. So I am familiar with Legion of Mary. My, my wife was very involved, uh, even prior to us being married. But for those who don't know, what is the Legion of Mary? Why does it exist? So the Legion of Mary is an association of Catholics under the leadership of Mary who formed themselves into the Legion for the service in the spiritual warfare against the world and its evil powers. So uh, the spirit of the Legion is Mary, is of Mary herself. The Legionaries aspire after her virtues, her profound humility, her perfect obedience, her angelical sweetness, her continual prayer, universal mortification, spotless purity, heroic patience, and heavenly wisdom, and above all, her faith. So it's really taking on the mantle of Mary for discipleship and to spread the message of her son, but through Mary, right? So I would imagine all members probably have gone through consecration to Mary. Is that a big part of yes. the organization? Yes, it is. And it is through Mary, through the Holy Spirit. We are guided through the Holy Spirit. Uh, when we take our promise, the Holy, we take our promise to the Holy Spirit. And so um, our membership is open to all those who belong to the Catholic Church and believe in its teaching. We have active members that serve uh, God under the banner of Mary um, by the corporal and spiritual works of mercy uh, rather than the works of uh, material aid. Uh, not that we don't um, uh, agree with the material aid, but it's just not part of our, not your uh, our part of our work. Um, our main work is to approach the Catholics and non-Catholics and encourage them in their faith and invite them to become Catholic, mm -hmm. of course, mm -hmm. and encourage them in prayer, attending Mass, and learning more about the Catholic faith. Because can we ever really know all of our Catholic faith? Right. It is just uh, so abundant that um, there's so many uh, new things to learn about our faith every day. Yeah, I love what you said about the Holy Spirit, because wherever Mary is, the Holy Spirit is there. He, um, She's the spouse of the Holy Spirit. So what better model for discipleship than the Blessed Mother? So um, in terms of ways to encourage uh, Marian devotion, uh, what are the different things you do? I would imagine passing out information on Mary, miraculous medals. What is a typical... I guess, outreach look like for you when you're out there evangelizing and witnessing about our faith? Our groups are within the diocese presidiums, which mm -hmm. are within the within the church. And um, each group really has their own works according to what their membership is. Okay. So uh, currently the, the presidium that I belong to, uh, we have rosary. Uh, we call ourselves Rosary on the Corner. Uh -huh. And uh, we invite people to... Uh, pray the rosary um, out in public because St. Louis Marie de Montfort would love that. We were just talking about him, like almost like just his tenacity and courage yes. as a preacher. And he was the one that really more, I don't know if the right word is like formulated, what is true devotion to Mary and consecration. And, and, uh, and so, so, uh, and then we have other groups that, uh, uh, that I have, a, they do what they call the um, traveling uh, Mary or a pilgrim virgin. And the pilgrim virgin, uh, they would take it to door to door to mm -hmm. homes 
uh, for two weeks and then transport uh, her over to another home. Yeah. Um, so we have there's many works that we can that we do uh, that are approved, but every work has to be approved by our priest. Okay. Because we work under the guide uh, under the leadership of the priest. We are his right hand as so to speak. So legionaries are already full of the love of their queen and mother. When we join, if we join it to a definite devotion to the Holy Spirit, uh, we enter most fully into the divine plan, which has required the union of the Holy Spirit and Mary in the work of regenerating the world. And as a consequence, our legionary efforts cannot fail to be attended by a great addition of force and success. Well, I love what you mentioned. You know, there's so basically there's a lot of... um different opportunities to serve as a uh, member of the Legion of Mary, right? And that makes sense because Mary, one of her many titles, she has the best titles, right? Mother of all Christians. So her children are, can be involved in many different works. She also unites her children. So it makes sense that to start that outreach with the rosary and uh, praying for the right people to come along to influence. Um, but you're, you're here with me today as a pair. And I wanted to highlight that because when I met with y'all not too long ago, we talked about how you always go out in pairs. Yes. Can you tell us more about why you always go out in pairs? Well, you know, in the Bible, Jesus sent uh, the, the disciples in pairs, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, when we after we get the assignment in the meeting and two people are assigned, so we say, oh, we're going to meet at this place. And when, we, when I first started in the Legion, there were no cell phones or anything. So... I know that my partner is waiting for me. So it, it, it creates some kind of accountability that, you know, there's somebody waiting for me there. If, if I don't show up, you know, he'll just be waiting an hour maybe. <laughs> I, I wait and then I waited like an hour and, and then finally shows up on the traffic. But, uh, you know, and then, and then when you, it makes you more humble too because when you report, it's not just, it's not, it's not just you yourself who did it, the work. You have other another person, you know, to uh, to that, that did the work. So mm -hmm. it's it's not just not just you. And the, also the other reason why we go in pairs is while one person is talking, the other is praying. Yeah. And uh, there may be um, when we do uh, approach uh, for evangelization, there are many things that we might not know and have the answers to, mm -hmm. and that's one of the parts of the Legion that I've learned, wow, I really don't know. And it's a really great opportunity to say, can I get back with you? And mm -hmm. that's your next uh, encounter with this person. Um, and that other person, they may know the answer. So they can pull mm -hmm. in and say, oh, I know the answer to your question and uh, go from there. So that's really important. And it's it's also to almost... Um, really kind of good security for yourself too. You shouldn't be going by yourself in case there's any kind of confrontation. Um, if, if there is, you know, we never, we never argue or, or get into confrontation with anyone. We know when to back away yeah. and uh, we, you know, just thank them for their day mm -hmm. and things like that. So there it's, there's really a multiple reasons why we would go yeah. door to door. Or there's I mean, children involved. In Paris. Yeah. If there's children involved, you know, you want to be two people. Yeah, well, I I, um, I just really want to highlight, I think that's so wonderful. And a lot of, I think, other ministries and groups, I know it's easy sometimes in our Christian walk to just want to 
plow forward and do something great for God, but we we just can't do very much. We can't do anything on our own, right? And Jesus wanted us to go out in community. So I love that notion of pairs too. While one's doing, the other's praying and vice versa. I would imagine sometimes you go out in pairs and one was supposed to be doing the doing, the other's praying. Then all of a sudden they get involved in the doing. So the other's praying. So it's kind of a dual leadership. Yes. Yeah, when we go door to door, to door we alternate. Yeah. Oh, like because you need that emotional stamina too to do yes. apologetics. Mm-hmm. You, you, it's hard to do that one after the other. You got to retreat a little bit sometimes, right? Yes. Or rely on the other. What about um, in each of your uh, personal journeys with Legion of Mary, when have been some times you've seen the fruits of you were really glad you were out in pairs and not by yourself? Well, um, uh, just recently we had a rosary on the corner. We were in uh, Maine. Um, we were on Belmont and 53 in Lyle, which is a very uh, busy road. And um, we were there and a man came running across the road. And, you know, nowadays we just don't know what their intentions are. And it was really kind of scary because he was running towards us. Uh And uh, thankfully we had uh, a male legionary, big guy, uh, Bill. And I yelled, you know, I just kind of said, Bill, I need you to come over here. And uh, the man uh, approached us. He was not Catholic. He was a Protestant but he said that he was very touched by our uh, our presence on the corner. Mm-hmm. And he began to tell his story wow. and he was crying. It was just big, wow. this big construction worker. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And his friend came with him and he was just crying and telling us his story and how we needed to pray for him and his, his uh, ex-wife. And um, we really appreciated that. And he shared his favorite prayer we asked him to pray the rosary oh, and nice. he prayed the rosary what? with us. Great. Yes. There you go. And uh, we, it just, it was really a beautiful encounter. That's and, awesome. And even on that, even with the rosary on the corner, we picked up a new member. She wanted to know, what are you guys doing here? Yeah. And uh, so she ended up becoming a legionary. Um, what a witness to the power of that gentle presence too, right? You were just present praying and look at the fruits. But, you know, Justin, um, the other day, um, a while back, one of the one of our legionaries said, you know, I don't get it. I don't I'm not seeing the fruits of our labor. Yeah. You know, and you don't. Mm -hmm. We don't see a lot of you know, this is like a great. Sometimes we're blessed, but many times we don't. We don't. And we have to just keep pushing through. And I told him, I said, you're not going to see the fruits of your labor. And you and and you may throw that uh, that rod out and catch somebody, but that doesn't mean you're going to push and pull them in. Right. Same somebody Paul talks else about may, that too, right? Somebody yeah. else may pull them in. Right. So, um, so that's, that's the important thing. And we don't get discouraged because we, we, we meet, we meet weekly yeah. and weekly we give our reports yeah. and we encourage one another to continue to go out there and, and continue to do the work. Well, um, wow, what a beautiful um, witness. I uh, So my wife got involved as a young adult, actually. There was a parish with a young adult, Legion of Mary, and a uh, normal Legion of Mary, I guess you could a say. Junior, they had two groups going on. A junior and an adult. <laughs> there we go. Um, so she joined when she was really in the beginning of her reversion process, mm-hmm. and she was very comfortable with the Virgin Mary, given her upbringing and her mother. Um but why did each of you join personally? Were you always 
around the Legion of Mary? Did you have a big reversion to the faith? Did Mary become a bigger presence in your life for some reason? Yeah, for me, yeah, I, I had that reversion. And then, you know, basically I was lonely because, uh, you know, I didn't know anybody. So when when uh, when I had that reversion, I was praying the rosary. And then after that, uh, somebody asked me to join the Legion. And when I joined, I knew that I was... I was home because I was with a group of people who were, you know, similar, similar minded and they loved the Blessed Mother. Yeah. And then I found out it's not just uh, prayers, it's also doing works that brings, you know, it be, you become like an extended family. So uh, like uh, Anna here, you know, she's the godmother of my my uh, daughter. Hmm. And then, and then uh, my, my kids also were like in the, uh, when they were young, they were in the junior uh, junior group. Uh, my eldest, uh, 10 years ago, she passed away. And, you know, Anna was one of the first persons I called because, you know, when, when, when that happened, she was sudden. So, you know, it, it's, it's a good it's a good group. Yeah. That's why I joined because, you know, it, it's, a, it's like a family. And how long ago was that? Uh, when I joined? Yep. More than 43 years ago. Wow, 43 years ago. Well, you picked the right group, apparently. <laughs> it kept you going strong. Yeah. And I joined um, in 1994, 29 years ago. I was at a meeting at church. Uh, I believe I was a, a, a CCD teacher, RE teacher. And a lady, an elderly lady was at the table with me. And she just was really sweet and nice. And she invited me to this Legion of Mary and was telling me uh, that I should come and just, you know, uh, join. And my mother was there and she kept telling me, did you go? Did you go? And I finally went. And it was Eric's mother who had invited wow. me back then Wow! when I met her at the church. And so um, I basically was under uh, Generosa. Her name was Generosa. And she taught me so many things um, about the Legion. And we actually, Generosa and I actually started the Junior Legion. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so Eric's children were there, my son, and we had wow. children in the neighborhood that would come wow. to the house. And uh, one time a family moved away. They they moved to Bolingbrook. And I thought that when, I would never see them again. There, there were two boys. And the father came knocking on my door and he dropped the boys off on Friday mm -hmm. night. And he said, I don't know what you're doing here, but my boys want to come. And they insisted on hey, coming. <laughs> I know a uh, similar story. There was um, a couple that used to do a lot of youth ministry that I knew down in Florida. And they would always pray the rosary with this group of young people. And similarly, the kids just kept wanting to come back. And the parents, same reaction. I don't know what y'all are doing, <laughs> but they want to come back. It's They're that, it's that it's friendship. Mary, and Mary... Yeah, she yes. cultivates that her gentle, her gentleness. And and if you have if you have young children, the junior of Legion, I can't even, I can't even ex, uh, uh, explain how much the junior Legion of Mary did for my son. Yeah, it teaches you teaches the children leadership, friendship, how to get along with each other, mm -hmm. how to support each other and pray together. You know, I mean, I know Eric could probably attest to this, but my son still, he's 33 now, yeah. and he still knows every Legion prayer wow. that we have in our Tessera. And it's so much fun to pray with him because we, you know, him and I can pray together and know those prayers. And they're not, there's quite a few of them. <laughs> so. I know I'm looking at that book. <laughs> well, it's not a pretty cool book. looking book. Oh, okay. That's not just prayer. <laughs> 
Um, so it sounds big on mentorship too, would you say, right? In the Legion, you're really mentoring people and how to walk with Mary as a disciple towards her son. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's, that's how we learn. We learn from, uh, it's like an apprentice uh, system where, you know, a new member gets aside, gets paired with a more experienced member. Wow. And then that's how they learn, you know, but actually, but actually doing the work. It's like a lecture system. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, that's that's one good thing about the system, you know. Oh, yeah. Mentorship is huge. So um, it's obviously working. So how long has the Legion of Mary been around? Do you all know how long it's been in existence? It was started in 1921. Wow. Uh, by our founder, Frank Duff. So it just passed a 100-year anniversary yes, recently. Yes, it did. Wow. Mm -hmm. And um, our, uh, the Legion of the United States, I believe I read where it started in, it's really hard to find this information because, uh, but it started in 1931, I believe. The American? Yes, the American. So what country did it start in? It started in, in Ireland. Ireland. All yes. right. Yes, in Ireland. And we have um, the funny thing about the Legion, uh, they, it's also known as the Little School of Saints. Oh, I love that. Yes. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Uh, so, um, so Frank Duff, our founder, is a servant of God. Mm -hmm. And he started that. And uh, he formed that again in 1921. And then Venerable Adele Quinn uh, who was who wanted to really originally become a nun mm -hmm. was too sick to become a nun, so she became she came to the Legion because she wanted to be part of the Catholic faith, and she traveled to East and Central Africa, and uh, they know her there very well and love her, and she's actually buried uh, in Nairobi, Nairobi, Africa, and then uh, the servant of God Alfie Lamb. He went to the uh, to Colombia, Argentina, Ecuador, Uruguay, and Brazil, and uh, promoted the Legion there. So um, that's how it all started to become international. Wow. Well, I've heard three things from y'all that I think apply to all outreaches. This notion of going in pairs. Jesus sent the disciples out in pairs. This notion of mentorship. We need to be mentored in the faith. You know, I had someone mentor me in the faith, and we just need it for how we're going to change our lives. Someone that's been down that road before. But then third is devotion to Mary, because regardless of whatever group you're in, Mary should be part of your ministry. Because I think sometimes as Catholics, we unfortunately think Mary is Christianity plus, or we think Catholicism is Christianity plus Mary or plus the Eucharist. Like, no, no, no. Jesus said from the cross for us to take his mother into our home. So regardless of you're in youth ministry, young adult ministry, or whatever ministry it is, make Mary a part of your outreach. You need her, and she's already part of it, whether you know it or not, so to rely on her. Um, but if someone were interested in Legion of Mary specifically, how does someone get involved? Where are you guys located right now in the diocese, and what would be the first steps? Well, we, we are currently around 35 parishes. How many? About 35. 35. Uh, in the diocese. But we lost some groups uh, because of the you know during the pandemic because they they couldn't meet in person weekly, and the parish group has to be attached if we want to form a new group. It has to be attached to the higher council. We call it the curia, which is the officers of every every uh, local group. Is the local group at the diocesan level? No, local group. I mean by by that I mean the parish. Okay. So uh, the parish, the that parish group, they have like four officers. And those officers uh, re report to the curia. 
And um, if you're interested in uh, joining the Legion or uh, or forming a new group, uh, you can contact us at the website, which is legionofmarychicago.org. Great. I will put that website in the show notes so folks can find more information on Legion of Mary. Think about getting involved or think about just inquiring. Um, what is something you really want everyone to know about the Legion of Mary? The Legion of Mary will transform your life, help transform your life to become a very faithful Catholic, but not just your life, the life of your family, the life of your friends, the way you uh, interact with others. Um, and you will build relate. You will build friendships that will be lifelong. And you will learn to love Mary and follow her and call on her. Okay. Can you also say something yeah. as well? Um, what I have learned uh, with the Legion is that we have we have what they what I call the Catholic courage. We have Catholic courage to be able to discuss our faith with others and not be ashamed or not be afraid. And when new members come and you you know, you tell them, well, we're going to go door to door. They are so afraid um, and they build that courage. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what the Legion does. <laughs> and sometimes we, our courage may be a little overboard <laughs> <laughs> because there's nowhere we go without speaking to someone about our faith. <laughs> that's a beautiful, that's the, that's the time we're at in the church. So it's time yes, to share the goodness mm -hmm. and, um, so, folks, I encourage you, if you're interested in Legion of Mary, we've got the website link in the show notes. I'm looking at it right now. And if you go to the About tab, you, you can contact them. They have prayers listed. You can find the locations. Um, but again, I invite everyone to embrace these three aspects of going out in pairs, mentorship, and devotion to our mother. Because um, without her intercession, we are just really, we're missing out. And she's interceding for us whether we know it or not. So, might as well take her into our home as our Lord asked us to do. That is correct. Yeah. Very I have, good. I have one more question for all, since, since y'all are experts in Marian devotion, right? As Legion, uh, Legion of Mary members. If someone's timid or nervous about devotion to Mary, maybe they've converted from Protestantism. Maybe they're a Protestant listening right now and says, I'm, st I'm just not comfortable with Mary. What would you encourage them to do as like a first step, a first baby step towards our mother? Pray the rosary. Yeah. Pray the rosary. Yeah. And come to our Legion meeting and learn all about Mary. Yeah. Because the rosary is uh, really a meditation on the life of Christ. And the words, uh, the prayers, like the Hail Mary, you know, they're from the angel, which is a messenger of God. So it's, it's God who's actually, uh, you know, saying these things to Mary. Yeah. So don't be afraid. <laughs> a lot of saints become, you know, they became saints because of their devotion to Mary. Amen. The great saints. Yes. I, I want to add something though, yes. about the, uh, you know, about the Legion. Says, see, nowadays there's the priests that are so busy, they're getting fewer and fewer, and they're so busy. So, you know, one priest once said that uh, the priest should do the work of 100 men. But he also said, but he should... Use a hundred men to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So this is where the legion, you know, uh, can help the busy priest in his work. Uh, the legion, if he forms a group of like twelve to fifteen people, parishioners, mm -hmm. 
And then they can do the work of the visiting of the sick, the bringing, giving communion to the sick in the hospital, nursing homes, and then teaching, teaching, uh, you know, to the converts, uh, visiting the baptized, newly baptized children, their families. A lot of work that can be, that the priest can't do by himself. So yeah. that's one good thing about the teaching. Yes. Well, hearing y'all talk today, it really sounds like you try to be an extension of the priest, right? Yes. And obedience, because if the um, priests are like other Christ for us, then it would it would make sense because Mary was at the service of her son. We should be helping the priests and fulfilling their mission. So, well, thank you both so much. Um, would you maybe want to close with a a prayer uh, you of your choosing? We could say the Katina. Which is the Magnificat. Okay. Great. Let's see it together. Who is she that comes forth as the morning rising, fair as the moon, bright as the sun, terrible as an army set in battle array? My soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. He looks on his servant in her lowliness. Henceforth, all ages will call me blessed. The Almighty works marvels for me, holy is name. His mercy is from age to age on those who fear him. He puts forth his arm and strength and scatters the proud-hearted. He casts the mighty from their thrones and raises the lowly. He fills the starving with good things, sends the rich away empty. He protects Israel, his servant, remembering his mercy, the mercy promised to our fathers, to Abraham and his sons forever. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Who is she that comes forth as the morning rising, fair as the moon, bright as the sun, terrible as an army set in battle array? O Mary, conceived without sin. Pray, Pray for, for us who have recourse to you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you. And uh, just to, uh, to uh, let you know that we will be having our Achis on March Oh, yeah. 25th. This, that, that's the other way they can contact us, because on March 25th, we will have the uh, annual uh, consecration to Mary. It's going to be at 1 p.m. at St. Peter and Paul at the Ministry Center in the chapel. Uh, 1 p.m. March 25th. Uh, and if there, if that's not a good date, let us know because we have two other curias actually in the uh, Diocese of Joliet. We are just one curia. So uh, those other two curias, I don't know what their dates are, but they will also have Achis as well. So. Okay, great. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Faith into Action podcast of the Diocese of Joliet. If you like what you heard, please share it with others and make sure to subscribe. We plan to have monthly episodes where we continue to share how Catholics are putting their faith into action in the Diocese of Joliet, and you can too. God bless. God bless.